Hello everyone, welcome to UPSC with GRV. So today we are going to continue our podcast series and we are going to, today we'll complete article 29 uh, and uh, we'll complete article 30. So they come under cultural and educational rights. Then we'll talk about rights to constitutional remedies. We'll talk about uh, some petitions. Okay, so we are going to keep this podcast of 10 minutes only and whatever remains, we will talk about it in the next podcast. So let's start. So today we are talking about cultural and educational rights, protection of interests of minorities. (coughs) Article 29 provides that any section of the citizens residing in any part of India having a distinct language, script or culture of its own shall have the right to conserve the same. Further, no citizen shall be denied admission into any educational institution maintained by the state or receiving aid out of state funds on ground of religion, race, caste or language. So basically uh, what we are studying here is about article 29 which provides protection for interest of minorities. So for example, we have certain sections in the society which are less in number. Those are considered in minorities. And Article 29 says that no citizen shall be denied admission into educational institution maintained by state or receiving aid out of state funds on ground of religion, race, caste or language. Which means in private institutions can it happen? If it is run by the state, when we say state we mean government, then in that case uh, there can be no discrimination done on these grounds. Mm -hmm. The first provision protects the right of a group while the second provision guarantees the right of a citizen as an individual irrespective of the community mm-hmm. to which he belongs. Article 29 grants protection to both religious minorities as well as linguistic minorities. However, the Supreme Court held that the scope of this article is not necessarily restricted to minorities only as it is commonly assumed to be. This is because of the use of the words section of citizens in the article that include minorities as well as majority so supreme court has said that uh, it should not be interpreted that only article 29 only protects the right of minorities Mm -hmm. it also protects the right of majorities the supreme court also held that the right to conserve the language includes the language to agitate for the protection of the language hence The political speeches or promises made for the conservation of the language of a section of citizens does not amount to corrupt practice under the representation of the People Act 1951. Okay, now we'll talk about the second part which is right of minorities to establish and administer educational institutions and this has been talked about in Article 30. Article 30 grants the following rights to minorities whether religious or linguistic. All minorities shall have the right to establish and administer educational institutions of their choice. The compensation amount fixed by the state for the compulsory acquisition of any property of a minority educational institution shall not restrict or abrogate the right guaranteed to them. This provision was added by the 44th Amendment Act of 1978 to protect the right of minorities in this regard. The act deleted the right to property as a fundamental right, Article 31. So we know that uh, when 44th Amendment had happened, (coughs) uh, 
it had deleted the right to property as the fundamental right which was given in article 31 okay part c is in granting aid the state shall not discriminate against any educational institution managed by a minority thus the protection under article 30 is confined only to minorities religious or linguistic and does not extend to any section of citizens as under article 29 now when we talk about article 29 which was about protection of interest of minorities that also extends to majorities so it it so just because somebody is in minority does not mean that only their interest would be protected right if somebody is in majority their interest would also be protected but article 31 is specifically for people who are in minority and what article 30 says uh, that all minorities shall have the right to establish and administer educational institutions of their choice that is part that is part 1 the compensation amount fixed by the state for the compulsory acquisition of any property of a minority educational institutions shall not restrict or abrogate the right guaranteed to them that is second the third part in granting aid the shall not discriminate against any educational institution managed by a minority okay thus the protection under article 30 is confined only to minorities religious or linguistic and does not extend to any section of citizens as under article 29 however the term minority has not been defined anywhere in the constitution the right under article 30 also includes the right of a minority to impart education to its children in its own language mm-hmm. minority educational institutions are of three types institutions that seek recognition as well as aid from the state institutions that seek only recognition from the state and not aid and institutions that neither seek recognition nor aid from the state the institutions of first and second type are subject to regulatory power of the state with regard to syllabus prescription academic standards discipline sanitization employment of teaching staff and so on the institution of third type are free to administer their affairs by subject to operation of general laws like contract law labor law industrial law tax law economic regulations and so on in a judgment delivered in the secretary of Malankara Syrian Catholic College case 14A 2007 the supreme court has summarized the general principles relating to establishment and administration of minority educational institutions in the following way the right of minorities to establish and administer educational institutions of their choice comprises the following rights to choose its governing body in whom the founders of the institutions have faith and confidence to conduct and manage the affairs of the institution to appoint teaching staff teachers lecturers and headmasters principals as also non teaching staff and to take action if there is dereliction of duty on the part of any of its employees to admit eligible students to their choice and to set up a reasonable fee structure and to use its properties and assets for the benefit of the constitution so if you are an aspirant and listening to this i would advise you know that you <coughs> also read the book i am doing this podcast so that it serves more as a revision to you and it should not be your direct source of learning because if you are directly listening to this you would find it a bit difficult to understand what i am saying right so i would recommend that you read through lakshmikant the right conferred on minorities under article 30 is only to ensure equality with majority and not intended to 
प्लेस द माइनॉरिटीज इन अ मोर एडवांटेजिस पोजिशन विच विच विज ए विज द मेजोरिटी देर इज नो रिवर्स डिस्क्रिमिनेशन इन फेवर ऑफ माइनॉरिटीज द जनरल लॉज ऑफ द लैंड रिलेटिंग टू नेशनल इंटरेस्ट नेशनल सिक्योरिटी नेशनल सिक्योरिटी सोशल वेलफेयर पब्लिक ऑर्डर मॉरलिटी हेल्थ सैनिटाइजेशन टैक्सेशन ई टी सी अप्लाई टू ऑल विल इक्वली अप्लाई टू माइनॉरिटी इंस्टीट्यूशन ऑल्सो द राइट टू एजुकेशन एंड एडमिनिस्टर एजुकेशनल इंस्टीट्यूशन इज नॉट एब्सोल्यूट नॉट डज इट इंक्लूड द राइट टू माला एडमिनिस्टर देर कैन बी रेगुलेटरी मेजरमेंट्स फॉर इंश्योरिंग एजुकेशनल कैरेक्टर एंड स्टैंडर्ड्स एंड मेंटेनिंग academic excellence there can be checks on administration as are necessary to ensure that the administration is efficient and sound so as to serve the academic needs of the institution regulations made by the state concerning generally the welfare of students and teachers regulations laying down the eligibility criteria and qualifications for appointment as also conditions of service of employees both teaching and non teaching regulations to prevent exploitation the right to establish and administer educational institutions is not absolute nor does it include the right to mala administer the right to establish and administer educational institutions is not absolute nor does it include the right to mala administer there can be regulatory measures for ensuring educational character and standards and maintaining academic excellence there can be checks on administration okay uh, so we will stop here uh, i i'll just finish it in because only some part is remaining now fourth part talks about subject to eligibility conditions qualifications prescribed by state being met the unaided minority educational institutions will have the freedom to appoint uh teachers lecturers by adopting any rational problems of ex- selection extension of aid by the state does not alter the nature and character of the major minority educational institutions the con- conditions can be imposed by the state to ensure proper utilization of the aid without however diluting or abrogating the right under article 31